So the whole logic behind women not being able to show skin in the classroom mm -hmm. is because it distracts dudes, right? <laughs> but when I was in a class where I was attracted to a guy, I would do so much better in that class. Like yeah. I would be more <laughs> motivated to show up to class. We're just built different. That's why. But I'm thinking like, yeah, actually it is because we're, we're built, built like different. they malfunction and yeah. we, and we it flourish. Motivates us. Yeah. yeah. This episode of the comment section is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. Since the dawn of bread, we've known the truth. Sliced is better. That's why new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail style flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of the comment section show starring me, your favorite, everyone knows me, but today I have bangs. Everyone be nice to me about my bangs, they're not real. Anyways, moving on to this very special guest of this episode, the one, the only, Delara, aka Legal Baddie. Hi everyone. Period. So happy to be here. I'm so happy. This is a long you. time coming. It really has been. And we have so much to discuss. We do. I was just telling Delara that uh, she's one of the people that has been recommended many times. And I was like, I'm already ahead of you guys. She's on the schedule. She's two okay? steps ahead always. Always. You think I wouldn't have a bad bitch lawyer on my show? You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. <laughs> you think I wouldn't have her on my show? Period. I'm so excited to have so you. So happy to be here. We go way back. We go back. Yeah, I remember following forever. It's been a minute and it's been so beautiful to watch your journey and Thank the way you. that you are changing the world, changing <laughs> minds, changing vibes and I'm just I'm just honored to to be a witness to the greatness. <laughs> Truly. Stop. Same same to you. Honestly, I was blown away when I saw your content mostly because I love a smart bitch. Let me tell you something. Takes a smart bitch to recognize a smart bitch. Period. And I love one that upsets men because she's so smart. Facts. And hot. So there you go. It's it's Triple a whammy. it's a cool it's an interesting position to be in. Yeah. And it's one that I, I want to leverage for good for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So how did you come into content creation as a whole? Because obviously you went to law school, you were you passed the bar, all yeah. that shit. So and then you kind of fell into Yeah, content. it was you know, it was totally kind of by accident. I started making content as a way of staying accountable to myself for mm -hmm. this uh thirty day challenge I was doing. I was like, I wanna meditate 10 minutes a day, read 10 minutes a day, um, drink this much water, whatever. And I was like, yeah. this is me day one and um, follow along for the journey. Cool. And then day one ended up going viral and I was like, okay, I understand kind of how, like the power of TikTok. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not a fitness girly. I'm not a wellness girly. What yeah. value can I provide uh, mm -hmm. through this platform? Mm -hmm. And at the time I was studying for the bar exam. So I was like, why not allow people to come on this journey with me? One, one, again, as a form of accountability, but two, to be a form of representation for women and women yeah. of color who are also on the same journey with yeah. law school or just trying to grow and better themselves. And it was so cool to have like community behind. It, there was also pressure because if I didn't pass, I would have... <laughs> It would have been a, a thing, but yeah. I'm so grateful I did. Yeah. And then I told myself... I um I wanted to be a legal correspondent on a national news network mm. and I was like okay how do I how do I get there yeah. and I and I thought maybe it would be by taking a judicial clerkship which I did because I was exposed to so many different areas of the law yeah but 
it was not what I thought it was going to be. And I and I realized I'm like, Same. why not just why not just be a legal correspondent on TikTok? Like, why not just put the video, just do what a legal correspondent would That's do? Tea. I love that. And I started doing it. And then those videos really started popping off. Uh, people yeah. are really enjoying it. And it was amazing. Like the like I was getting more views than traditional legal correspondents yeah. on national news networks. Yeah. And it was just this evolution kind of of this uh, this dream and this journey. And and I think people just really enjoyed seeing um, women think about these topics in a nuance and a unique way. Mm-hmm. And things have kind of just gone from there. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for the community that yeah. we've built and to to really just think about things differently and and have more critical conversations of the current events that are shaping our world and our yeah, lives. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the tea of it all, isn't it? Because obviously media is ever evolving. It's it's constantly changing and shifting. And yeah. the reality is millennials and younger are getting all of their news primarily from social media so like it why not steer into the skid that makes a lot of sense why you would be like i mean i'm already here i literally passed the bar i might as well do what i wanted to do but do it on my own terms exactly which is a power move honestly it's a power move and it's also like a freedom move and something i really want to do with my platform is Mm -hmm. give other specifically women the permission to play by their own rules in a in a world where we grow up in having to play by other people's rules, oftentimes yeah. men's rules. Yeah. And I think something that I have really been exposed to through my journey of becoming a lawyer mm-hmm. is that you're so often uh, pressured to be more masculine in order to be deemed more professional. Mm-hmm. And that's something I've always rejected. Mm-hmm. I love leaning into my femininity. And granted, like femininity even is a social construct, yeah. but I guess like traditional notions of yeah, femininity. And... Yeah, yeah. As a way to access power, as yeah. opposed to leaning into masculinity to access yeah. power, and I do have a lot of masculine energy, yeah. but I think it's about um, it's about celebrating both instead of conforming to succeed. I would yeah. rather disrupt to succeed. That's true. Yeah, that's tea. Honestly, I think it's also another. It's just yet another facet of white supremacy anyways because as women of color we're already masculinized more Mm -hmm. than white women especially so like I mean for me they constantly tell me like even if I'm kicking laughing silly goose time they're like why are you so aggressive right and it's like I wasn't even yeah I was giggling literally aggressive I was giggling it's just everyone there's so many people who are committed to misunderstanding you Mm -hmm. when you when you show up as your authentic self and and that's really what it is it's not about being more girly it's not about being more masculine it's just about showing up as your authentic self in whatever space that is whether that's a male dominated space whether that's a female dominated space or just a balanced space yeah. and not feeling like I am going to be punished for showing up as my authentic yeah, self. Yeah, absolutely. When I worked in, because we're obviously the topic for today, we're going to talk about working in male dominated spaces. Speaking of that, because <laughs> we both know, because I used to work in sports. So, but even when I worked in sports, when I was there, I always had long nails. I always had lashes. I always wore makeup, all that kind of stuff. Mm. I can't tell you how many times people would comment on that. Like, 
those backhanded compliment <clears throat> comments from well pick me's which is like internalized misogyny right which is like oh i don't i don't have time for stuff like that yeah and i'm like yeah i can tell <laughs> here's the other yeah. thing and i can imagine this was your experience working in sports is as a woman you're expected to know twice as much mm-hmm. you're supposed to be on your shit on a different level and yeah. i was thinking about it the other day where i was like any male-dominated space women have to be just like way better than the average person in order to be taken seriously but Mm -hmm. when i think about a female dominated space like for instance let's say nursing yeah i don't think maybe i'm wrong but like if a a man is in that space that he has to prove himself or be twice as good or and that's an interesting double standard it's the same thing as uh being a parent right like with when men are seen alone with their children they're like oh my god what a great dad yeah when women are seen alone with their children they're like that's her job (laughs) right right what do you mean you want a gold medal for being a caretaker yeah lady and that's that's the the irony and the double standard of it all especially like when i was in college um i was a sports editor of my school newspaper the last two years i was in college that's impressive so one one year we did um march madness like with my team we were just like oh let's do march madness yeah so we like filled out brackets and all that shit like we all did it together and i remember when i filled it out i was like well i gotta go home and study because like i don't know that much about basketball like i know basketball but i just didn't know enough about the teams there's so many teams in march madness i was like well i have to go home and study i literally said that before i filled out my bracket I the way that these bitches were dogging me like all these men were like oh you have to study you just study sport. Guess who won? <laughs> Me, bitch. Period. That's <laughs> the take best that to the revenge. Grave. That's the best revenge. Yeah. Even when I was in law school, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. The hate that I got was never from my female peers. Mm-mm. It was. It was only from the guys like oh she dresses like that let's see what her gpa is let's see how she does you know after her first year of law so school shamey and misogynistic so slut shamey exactly mm-hmm. whereas my female peers would would come up to me and say thank you for showing up the way that you do to law school because now i feel more comfortable to show up expressing myself as opposed to like in sweats or like covering up my identity yeah dim dim myself to make other people comfortable yeah especially men especially men Mm -hmm. and that's just something i have rejected my whole like even in high school drew i would show (laughs) up to school like in five inch heels like a (laughs) mini skirt like i was i was walking the line between like getting punished by with the administration with dress yeah. code which is such a bizarre concept it's also only applied to women only so. applied to women <laughs> the only telling. ways that in which it's implied applied to men is when it's like vulgar language on shirts yeah. and stuff and it's like with women it's like collarbones here's the thing away here's the thing and i actually think it's so crazy is yeah. when so the whole logic behind women not being able to show skin in the classroom mm-hmm. is because it distracts dudes, right? Yeah. But when I was in a class where I was attracted to a guy, I would do so much better in that class. Like yeah. I would be more <laughs> motivated to show up to class. We're just built different. That's why. But I'm thinking like, yeah, actually it is because we're, we're built, built like different. they malfunction and yeah. we, and we it flourish. Motivates us. Yeah. yeah. It like, that's, that's like, I was, that's tea. I was just talking to my mom about that. Like, how like we're built so differently like we can focus on a million things at once yeah but you give the average dude one task right. it's gonna be a, a whole day thing yeah like, he's like i gotta mentally prepare for my task whereas like women can do every like uh, aside from being like a partner a spouse 
or a mother, yeah. right? They're also working, providing, cooking, cleaning, all of those things. Facts. So they're just built different from a very young age. We're like taught, you need to be able to do a million things. You can't just do one. <clears throat> now, do you think that women are built different um, innately, like we are born different? Or do you think it's because we have to grow up in a world where we have to work harder in order to receive the same things or be treated the same way? Or do you think it's like a mix of both? I think it's more so inf influenced by yeah. culture. Yeah. I think because naturally speaking like we all only had one task which was like hunting and then Facts. gathering right <laughs> which is pretty much it but then men figured out that women could also hunt so they're like why would i do that when you could do all yeah. of it and i could just stay at home which yeah. is the real tea because their misogyny is like oh women stay at home and men go to work right but it's just it's the most it's such an imbalance of power but it's also so typical like women are just used to it at this point yes so they're kind of like well <laughs> I I do think it's evolving though. And yeah, the, and, absolutely. And and the reason why it's evolving is because it's the first time in history where women have more access to financial freedom mm -hmm. than they ever have. And so it's creating almost this new market of men who are kind of like down to be stay at home house, house husbands. And and <laughs> and I think in that pursuit there's also this transition of like guys caring more about their appearance. Yeah. Guys wanting to be bad bitches. Like yeah, guys want like, and I'm kind of here for that. I love that. Because the economics of hot girls and hot guys is just so ass backwards yeah. a guy goes out to a bar or to a club or anywhere guaranteed you'll see at least like five beautiful women yeah i am lucky if i walk in anywhere anywhere and i see a, a seven i'm lucky <laughs> like truly like there are so many guys in backward baseball caps and cargo shorts and so many stunning gorgeous creative talented beautiful literally like it's kind women it's a sickness and it's and it's up the economics of dating it uh, up the, the ecosystem is yeah and you know so I, mean? I really am excited for this shift now that now that women are stepping into their power yeah. and, and and not needing to depend on a man that maybe we will start to see a little bit more. Yeah, it's like every every small step forward is still a step forward. So yeah. it's definitely way, way, way better. And it has evolved yeah. entirely. It's still garbage in a lot of ways. Yeah. But we're all hip to the game now. Now everybody knows. Yeah. So, and to your point about um, you're lucky if you see anyone hot when you go out, like as men. Yeah. If you're attracted to men, uh, dress codes for clubs are like this indicative of that. True. Like for women, it's like you have to be dressed hot in order right. to like right. get in. Right. With men, it's like you got to wear a collared shirt. And you just need to spend money. Yeah. And that none of that is like wash your ass like at all. So like women have to come like yeah. dressed to the nines and men are like. I uh, will. Yeah. Like, I iron this shirt, so there you go. Also, clubs are like incredibly racist as well. That too, and With, fat phobic, and fat phobic, mm -hmm. and that's something I feel like that isn't discussed enough. I have like a dream, <laughs> and it's a funny dream, but I really want to open up like a lounge or like a club or something where it's just the opposite, where only hot guys get in and women are the <laughs> ones popping bottles. Because and I would, every pay, woman. I would, I would drop a couple of racks just yeah. to guarantee that I can go out with my friends and be surrounded by just like attractive Hotties. men. Yeah. Because 
No weirdos allowed. The option doesn't even exist. Even if I wanted to spend $50,000 right now, I can't tell you a certain, like one location where I could have Where they guarantee you at least five. At least five. That are like passable. Guys, oh my gosh. They're so spoiled. (laughs) They are. They are. Because women put everything in their whole pussy into their looks. And it's like, it's, and men are like, you only do that for the opposite sex, which is not true. It's not true. I, especially at this point. Like, at this point, especially at this point. Like, they do it because they are hot, and why wouldn't they want to show that they're hot? Yeah. But men just, like... I have been <sighs> reflecting, though, and I've been asking myself how much of the way that I present, which is, like, pretty, like, hyper-feminine, mm-hmm. is because I genuinely enjoy expressing myself this way. And I think I do, because since I was a kid and I was even exposed to, like, all of the bullshit mm-hmm. it's just i didn't want to wear pants like i just wanted to wear dresses i've always just really leaned into guess traditional notions of femininity yeah or how much my identity is shaped by like um the male gaze yeah yeah it's, it's hard it's hard well, to that's, i think that's a big well first of all there's a power in admitting that yeah and second of all that's part of the process of unlearning yeah. your internalized misogyny is admitting where you may be falling short in those areas and for me like for me i've always been super feminine too like feminine presenting i love when i was a kid i loved makeup i loved doing my hair like when i got into clothes like i would be overdressed all the time time, because that's just like what i what i loved even when we got punished for it i still continued and that's what tells me that it's from my heart yeah exactly and i think same with me and i think when I got to the age where I started becoming a pick me, because we all like we all have inherently that. Yeah. become one, and then we have to get mm-hmm. out the other side of the forest, just yeah. like come out the other end. Facts. With me, when I came out the other side, I realized that certain parts of my feminine feminine expression were for specifically for the male gaze. For example, I felt like I always had to wear something tight. Mm-hmm. I always had to wear something low cut. I always had to wear something like that, which is T. <laughs> But that's mine too. Like no, mine's really fair. tight. Yeah. But I'm saying when I was in my the throes of my pigment yeah. face, I wouldn't wear anything mm. that hid my figure. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, that makes me look bad. And right. if it makes me look bad, that makes me look bad to men. Yeah. That wasn't a conscious thought I had, sure. but I, when I unpack it, that is what it was. Yeah. Which made me more comfortable wearing baggy things, right. which is, again, another way where you're steering away from the yeah. male gaze. Does that mean I wear that all the time? No. But I think it just unlocked a different side of my fashion sense yeah. because I was depriving myself of like baggy jeans sure. or like sweats or like things that I thought I could dress up and make fits out of. It's like the reverse Billie Eilish pipeline. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Which I like. I love that a balance. Her. Yeah, exactly. It's, no. it's all about balance at yeah, the end of the day. I think so too. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been committed to this shit since day one. <laughs> since like day one. Well, I've always been a glam bitch. So I I'll came say out of much. the womb like in heels. Like <laughs> truly, truly. I've always been a super, super glam bitch. So I that's why that. I love I've always loved makeup and hair and nails. As soon as I was able to get nails, I got them and I was yeah, like, This same. is my whole life now. Right. I'm gonna I am this girl now. One thousand percent. It's in the budget forever now. I'm gonna make sure I can always afford nails. Yep. I love that. <laughs> and I lash that. extensions, bitch, get out of town. Oh my god. I've for the last five years I have been addicted. Same, all through law same. school. Yeah. Like, before law school even. And then 
I would get airbrushed tans. They just mm-hmm. make me feel snatched. <laughs> um, all of it. All of it's it. all it's all tied together. But yeah. since we're since we're talking I about, I love it, your Valentine's nails, by the way. <gasps> Thank you, Fires. my Valentine's. Can we get a zoom in Look on at the that. nails? Period. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about working in male dominated industries. Yes. Obviously, for those of you who don't know, here on the comment section, what we like to do is we bring videos that I was tagged in that are applicable to our topic today, and then we kiki laugh, rip them apart, whatever is necessary so for this first video we have uh it says in this video a woman reacts to quotes appearing on the screen that say things like men have told her this episode is brought to you by priceline when it comes to travel we all have that happy place we're always daydreaming about whether it's the snow-capped mountains white sand beaches a best friend's wedding or even a hometown visit we all have one my happy place personally is my second home which is in hawaii and everybody knows because that's where i've been living and i live there and in california and i love hawaii and i love traveling there so wherever your happy place is Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. And did you know that when you bundle and save with Priceline, you can save up to 625 bucks when you book your flights and hotels together? We all know the feeling. A hundred open tabs across 50 different sites trying to find the best deal. Just use Priceline and simply book your entire trip in one place. They truly have deals you cannot find anywhere else. And everybody loves a good deal, girl. So make sure you get that value off of Priceline. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. In fruit and life, there's no juice without the slice. It's what freed the pineapple from the rind and turned your old jeans into cute jorts. Introducing Captain Morgan Sliced, four cocktail-inspired, ready-to-drink flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co., Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. Or, or say things men have told her in work environments like this is a male dominated industry he was just a better candidate for the job and men are just better for leadership positions which is hilarious to think it's, about it's actually scientifically not true especially considering how all the world's problems have been caused by men facts so maybe they're not the best <laughs> I inherently think the issue is that we pick leaders based on confidence and not based on merit and Period men much. beat women out on confidence yeah but women are more competent leaders across the board <laughs> yeah. like Across the board, there's so many studies, like huge studies that mm-hmm. confirm this. Yeah. Um, and I think that it makes sense, right? Going back to what we were talking about earlier, the ability to multitask, the mm-hmm. ability to have Empathize. the emotional intelligence mm-hmm. to assess a situation, yeah. to be to be a multidimensional, nuanced in, in the approach as opposed to this very tunnel vision type way of solving yeah. problems, more creative, more creative problem solving. Yeah. And... And also, like, easier to approach, less narcissistic, less sociopathic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Narcissism, like, personality disorder, that is overwhelmingly men are diagnosed with that more than women. Yeah. And it it, it (laughs) kind of goes back again to this nature-nurture thing. Like, why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to believe that, like, men are just, like, born like 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 this you know like (laughs) truly and when we think of you know the violence statistics i mean just i'm very data driven i'm very data driven and i i try 
at the end of the day, when make sense of it, I have to, Mm. and that's part of the reason why I even like was so passionate about my traditional education is because I never wanted my beliefs about the world to be like, okay, you're just being emotional. Like this is just your perspective. Like it's always been um, imperative for me to use data and science to to prove the fact that the way that I feel is valid, which Mm -hmm. is up in itself because yeah. the way that i feel should be valid without regardless exactly yeah like my that's experience is you. valid right that's right. the lawyer in you you need the you need the evidence babe, yeah. to prove it. yeah and, I feel and, you. and as a woman like in a male-dominated space yeah. like even let's say in law school mm-hmm. a hyper feminine presenting woman you raise your hand all eyes are on you what is she gonna say yeah when a guy raises his hand it's just like okay like whatever yeah and so that also adds an entire different level of pressure yeah of of an opportunity to fail Mm -hmm. an opportunity to choke Mm -hmm. and then when the woman chokes it's like of course she choked yeah and it's like well that makes sense because she's a woman of course, all she cares about is the way that she looks and 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 the way yeah. that she dresses. She doesn't actually care about the substance and yeah, she's whatever. Not actually smart. Yep, I've had a man say that to my face once. Oh, I believe it. He told me, um, "You're a lot smarter than you look." Yeah, and I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> I was literally training him for the job that he was going to take. Insane. And he was like, "Yeah, you know, like." When I saw you, I just figured, like, uh, she's yeah. probably not very smart, but turns out that like, you are. I couldn't believe he said it to me so confidently. It costs zero dollars to keep that to, shit to no, yourself. No, literally, like, some thoughts. What do you gain? Like, but they're... they're some just, thoughts yeah. should stay up here. <laughs> and it's literally, it's it's like a shock. It's it's almost like word vomit. Like, yeah. they just can't help it. They can't help it. Yeah, so they I, say it, and then you're like, that was rude. <laughs> Whereas like women that possess the emotional intelligence to, to be, be able like, to filter those thoughts. Yeah. yeah. How and would this person feel? How is exactly. this going to come across? Mm-hmm. There's always like two two lines of thinking that are happening. Like my thoughts in my head and then how is it going to be received? Whereas I feel like men just don't have that. They don't have that at all. Like yeah. innately, they they genuinely don't have that. Like <laughs> like your words can impact others. Yeah. Like they don't think about that because consequences, especially yeah. like, metaphorical ones or like verbal ones are not very common with them like they're so used to being unchecked exactly and so and many different yeah. facets of life yeah. Makes especially sense. like cishet white men yeah but all men inherently are not used to consequence especially emotional consequence Facts, yeah which is why they hate me yeah yeah exactly (laughs) they're never ever held accountable for the things that they say absolutely to them they're like these are just words yep and they aren't they uphold such a greater oppression structure absolutely which they don't realize because they're stupid yeah so that's the tea yeah that's the tea of it all is stupid and unchecked is like a dangerous combo it really is i mean that's where we get trump you know mm-hmm. like stupid yeah. and unchecked yeah literally and just like and all the people that follow him it's yeah. like an endless supply of like stupid cronies like it's like literally and when i say stupid i mean like genuinely like like your iq is too low yeah like it's it's very very low is what i mean like wh- I <laughs> what just came out of your mouth like you could have said a hundred other things yeah where's the logic where's the critical and that's thinking the tea, isn't it there it never is and yeah. so sometimes people will tell me like why don't you ever want to debate these people right uh and someone actually wrote to me recently they said like they took um this like speech and debate course in college and they told me that their professor said in order for there to be a debate over 50 percent of the room has to agree to the other side huh. if it's overwhelmingly 
like that's bad, then there is no debate. There's yeah. nothing to talk about. Right, right, right. So there's no there's no leg to stand on in that sense. But yeah. it has to be at least fifty percent of the room has to agree with the opposing side in yeah. order for there to be an actual debate. Yeah. For but there to be a controversy. Exactly. For there to be conflict at all, there has to be an overwhelming amount of people who also who disagree with you. Mm-hmm. But if like the overarching agreement is that this is bad, yeah. then there's nothing to talk about. Right. And in and in essence like the same sentiment, fat phobia, for example, is something they love to talk about. And they love to stress that it has something to do with health. Like, oh, I just care about people's health. But see, you don't. Because if you did, you would care a lot more about eating disorders. You would care right. about bodybuilding and what right. it does to their bodies and how unhealthy it is yeah. because they're on the other side of the spectrum. You would care about unprotected sex. You would care yep. about smoking. You would care about vaping. You would care about drinking, all of which affect your health far more than what someone's eating in their personal or life. Or like having a clean space. You walk into their apartment <laughs> yeah. and it's like Showering. there is no evidence of health in this at all and that's why i said that's not a concern for health that's a mask to guys your inherent like hatred of fat people and that's you feel that way because you've been taught your whole life that if you look that way you got to hate yourself and you see someone who doesn't hate themselves and you feel short change yeah like you're like i've been doing this my whole life and people still hate me yeah and i don't have a girlfriend and i'm broke and this person is fat and they love themselves and they're happy why are they allowed life. to be happy and I'm not? Exactly. Yeah. So it's a hatred thing. And that's why I'm like, if you're going to say it, stand behind it. Stand behind it. Then. Right, right, like, right. Like, I don't care. I don't like when they try to mask it as anything else than what it really is. 1,000%. So there's there's also the the lack of logic in that. Yeah. There's nothing to talk about. There is no no logical reason why you would hate someone who has nothing to do with you. Yeah. There's no logic behind There's that. There's no logic behind that. A lot of times it also has to do with the families that they grew up in yeah. and, and the generational trauma mm-hmm. and, and the hatred that their own parents had for themselves and yeah. just being exposed to that. And it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It, it's really heartbreaking because I just, I want a world where, again, going back to what we were talking about earlier, where everyone can just show up as their authentic selves and mm-hmm. not be punished for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, let for people... Exa- live yeah exists <laughs> like just for existing what like it's crazy how it works why huh? do you have to be a hater i don't know i just like that's why i said a hater because some people are like oh i'm a born and bred hater i i think a hater Aaliyah actually talked to me about this but she was like a funny hater is like someone who like doesn't like game of thrones yeah it's like art in yeah. some fat in some sense like you just like aren't swayed by things that everybody else loves 1000 percent. and she was like when you're a hater who like hates people who are living their lives openly and freely because yeah. you can't do that in yours you're a loser you're not a hater and I was that's like, a period, bar bitch. that's a word that is <laughs> she's like that makes you a loser that doesn't make you a hater one and i was like that's so true like and it's also so Winners don't hate either. Truly. Hot people don't hate. Hot people don't hate. Rich people don't hate. Yeah. <laughs> just people who are happy and content and fulfilled in their lives, they don't hate. Like, they don't yeah. spend their they time. Uplift. Yeah, they uplift. Yeah, they don't spend their time doing that. Or they mind their yeah. business. That's free too. But yeah. some people <laughs> don't utilize that <laughs> nearly as often as they should. Okay. Yeah. Let's get into these comments. So let's do it. This first one says... That's literally never happened anywhere I've worked before. When a woman got hired, she became lead, even if she had no idea what the work was. Well, that's just a lie. Well, that's also because women are better leaders. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also a lie. Like, yeah, yeah, it's also a lie. But also, like, did she become a lead, even if she had no idea what it was? Or did you just tell yourself that because exactly. you got passed up? Oh, 1,000%. Hater. Loser. Loser. <laughs> loser. Okay, yeah. this next one says... It's a fun game. Hater or yeah. loser? <laughs> 
say it right. I love that. This one says, we have the same rights, but women have more power nowadays. And if you disagree, you're bi- biased. First of all, it's biased. I know. To have an like what? The end, don't use big words if you don't know how to use them. Facts. Oh, that's my pet peeve. I know, same. Like, same. Or when they make, make up words or use words that are actually made up, like irregardless. Oh, yeah. Or um, conversating. Yeah. It's not a word. Yeah, don't do that. We have the same rights, but women have more power. We don't have the same rights, but women do have more power than they did. Women have more power than they did. Like a hundred years ago. Women <laughs> have, you know, a ton of inherent power. But at the end of the day, I I always think of this example um, that I learned in college. And it's a reference to the racist society that... Mm-hmm we exist in and it's it's like a it's like a thought experiment where two people are gambling for 400 years Mm -hmm. and for 400 years the white it's a white and a black man right Mm -hmm. the white man has been cheating and keeps winning keeps winning keeps winning 400 years later he says you know what let's actually I'm, i'm tired of cheating i'm sorry like i'm the worst yeah but moving forward let's let's have you know an equal playing field and we are going to move forward fair play okay and the and the black man says okay but what about all of your winnings yeah he's like no i keep these yeah but moving forward we're gonna play we're gonna play fair yeah what people don't understand is that there is generational disadvantages for people who have been oppressed under Mm -hmm. these structures and so even if like let's just say okay now in the work environment like women are being elevated that's to offset you know <laughs> the hundreds of years literally before. Yeah. exactly and so to to look at things in a vacuum yeah. and without the context of the structures that we exist in is stupid yeah, yeah it's, it's just like come on and it's irresponsible on top of that and you also don't it's irresponsible when they yeah. say things like that too and i love that example i love examples like that yeah they don't factor in either the conditioning that it has embedded in everybody that includes men who still think like that. Yeah. So like you may be ready to play fair, but that doesn't mean everybody else is ready to play fair. Exactly. And so she is still actively fighting against those who don't believe that they should be playing fair at this point. 1000%. Regardless if there's one person who's like, it should be fair. Yeah. There's a hundred others who don't believe that. And let's just say (laughs) hypothetically, let's just say it is fair. Yeah. I, I, as a woman, you have spent your entire life being punished for the things that the other that the man has not been punished for. Yeah. And so we are coming to the playing field equipped differently. Yeah. And so even if the rules are applied completely, you know, fairly and uniform, mm-hmm. there's still a disadvantage. And yeah. and again, and maybe it's a feminine characteristic to assess the context yeah. in a way that that men don't. But it's just so lazy to think like that. Well, yeah, I agree. It's also a lack of intelligence, I think, For too. Sure. Like to the same point about, OK, so you know how misogynistic men are like women can't be leaders because if they're leaders, what if they get their period and they get emotional, yeah. which is just like. If you've never f***ed a woman, just say that. That's period. one. But two, <laughs> also, when women are... Okay, so let's just say, like, the period thing affects everyone exactly the same. That's why I'm like, you also don't know body chemistry literally at Truly. all. Periods don't sit the same in every single person who has a uterus. Yeah. However, let's just say it affected moods. It affects my mood sometimes where I, like, I feel a little bit more on edge. Yeah. So things rub me sure. the wrong way differently. The difference is that because women have been conditioned to prioritize other people's feelings their entire lives, 
any women and uh, anyone who doesn't adhere to a, a straight man, a heterosexual man, whatever. Like women have this like forethought already, this yeah. empathy. Yeah. It has grown and fostered and they have it and they hold it so dearly. Yeah. So even when I'm being in my most irrational state, I have the ability to tell myself I'm being irrational. 1000%. Men don't have that. Like <laughs> They don't have, have the self-awareness. Ever, have you ever seen a man like, like a man, man get mad like like in a bar like he gets drunk unprovoked yeah unprovoked do you see like you know how they have those jokes where women are like look at me he only listens to me look at me he can't see past his own rage and it's like something very small that sets him off yeah and nothing can deter him the only thing he sees is violence or red at that point he doesn't have what other women and femmes have which is like this is me being irrational. I should think about the consequences. Yeah. What if I do this? What will happen then? Yeah. They don't have that. I think there's also... <laughs> no, 1,000. They don't have that. And I think now that I'm thinking about it, it also mm-hmm. has to do with the fact that there is a consequence to being perceived by women or by men as women yeah. that doesn't exist for men. And so we have to not only think of how am I feeling, but also how will the expression of how I'm feeling be yeah, received by others? Exactly. And and I think what is self-awareness other than that? And, yeah. and because men just don't need to think that. Exactly. They don't. Yeah, ever. They don't, they don't know that unless someone like me on yes. TikTok tells you that. That's exactly. the only way they hear it otherwise because no one in their life is holding them accountable. Yeah. The way that they're constantly constantly holding women and femmes accountable yeah they one thing about me a man's gonna be in my goddamn business yeah every second of every day bitch someone's they're gonna be in my business yeah minding business that does not pay them right (laughs) i'm never truly alone they're always gonna be there with me no matter what because that's just what they're conditioned to do and the and the funniest part of all of it is like you're paid and they're not <laughs> like you yeah. you are literally hating and taking time out of your d- it's just it's yeah so sometimes dumb. one time this guy wrote like well it's just regular hate but he was just writing like how much he didn't like my laugh and then I was like well my laugh pays the bills facts. is yours facts uh, yeah. I don't think so bitch yeah. <laughs> okay uh, last comment on this video okay. it says. Maybe you're around the wrong men. There are plenty of men who should make your world who should make your world more amazing than you could imagine. Try a nice guy. Oof. Is that a bot comment? That can't be real, right? Try a nice guy. Hey, hey. Ever Try. thought of ever thought of like hanging out with someone nice? Huh? <laughs> ever thought of that? Uh. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. god, I can't believe I didn't come up with that on my own. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? Oh my god. I should teach a seminar. Not- Life coach. Right <laughs> not there. the plight of the nice guy and it's like never <laughs> the never the real nice guy that's saying that it's it's the no it's the misogynist under the guise of yeah i'm harmless i'm the nice guy i'll treat you nice but really i feel entitled to your love yeah. and i feel entitled to you i'm gonna be nice to you as long as you do what i want facts. and then as soon as you don't i'm gonna take it off like jekyll and mr hyde and then i'm gonna kill you in an alley yeah. At the end of the day, <laughs> no one is entitled to your time and your energy, even if you are the nicest person in the right. world. Right. And you can't by punishing someone for not treating you the way that you want to be treated. You are just inherently not a nice guy. No, yeah, like, like by definition, by def- not a nice like guy. you are a transactional, yeah. <laughs> like selfish 
fucked up person. Yeah. Well, also, like, if you want to be called nice, I'll give you nice, but you're not a good person. Right. Lots of terrible people can be nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, you know, how many, you met, you know, how many nice people I've met have, that have been the worst people I've ever met in my so life. So true. Like, and that's why someone said it's more important to be kind than it is to be nice. 1000%. And that's because women and femmes are constantly expected to be nice. Yeah. Like, always. They have to consistently hold space. Yeah. For men and all of their shortcomings, they have to be patient, gracious, and kind, and they have to hold empathy for them and yeah. support them and not get mad at them. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, don't you think like, wow, why didn't I try a nice guy? Right. And most of the time, I don't know, like the amount of dudes I've met that have actually been like cool, very few. Yeah. I've met tons of shit ones though. Yeah. I've met hundreds of terrible so men. Many. So, so many. So many. And you know, I've met so many amazing women. And oh just my like God, not, me too. Like I just I, I don't know, maybe I just haven't been exposed to a lot of shitty women. That's yeah, it's no same. Literally hardly any of them. And if like and if I was exposed to a shitty woman, it was um a white woman and she's yeah. racist so there you go <laughs> like, it's okay. and so then you're not a good person by definition but yeah. i think like even like that's why i feel sometimes like i don't feel bad but i feel sorry for like pick me's yeah because i always think like you need your girls yeah how you go through life with no girls with no bitches Period. how you go through life like, like that truly you're gonna be like those men pussyless uh. forever not me <laughs> You know what I mean? Me. You need your girls, man. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, and I, I also think too, like that that this whole nice guy thing um, is another reason why. Even when I first started on TikTok, like before I started like ripping the actual spine out of the throat of men I hate, I was literally talking uh, like about dating and like my own misfortunes with dating, and in the sense that I'd come across terrible men and I'd be mean and then and eat grass and they would just lose their minds. Yeah. And so when I was younger, I was a lot meaner. I was like, really? I was unhinged when I was younger. Yeah, like when I was in my early 20s, because I was so unafraid. I wasn't afraid of anything. I had no fear, which is not a good thing. I don't recommend that, but I'm also large. So <laughs> it was just one of those things where I was like a terror if men were, sure. if men were rude, if they were disrespectful. It She's tracks. been about this. It, it tracks. But when I was younger, I used to, I never felt bad about getting free drinks. I never felt bad for ghosting. I never yeah. felt bad for saying no. I never felt bad for anything like that. And I would tell my friends all the time, like, you don't owe him anything. Yeah. yeah. I don't know you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I, I had a beautiful girlfriend of mine. Mm -hmm. Just, like, the definition of a bad bitch. Mm -hmm. She went on a date that was so bad that she's like, I just, I, I don't want to date for a really long time. But I said, Damn. like, my love, the fact that you allowed the date to go that long yeah and it was like a two-hour like I mean, you should have she left five minutes thing. in and and Damn. that comes from like this people pleasing exactly this wanting and not, that's not her fault it's not her fault no it's not her fault but I, I i think that that's something that should be promoted when you're not having a good time when someone's making you feel uncomfortable when someone's disrespecting you when yeah. someone's you're just just not having a good time period yeah you don't owe anyone anything yeah and in fact i would be hurt if someone was sitting across from me and didn't want to be there yeah like yeah. don't stay if you don't want to be there yeah. in any situation business romantic friendship yeah people should only be in spaces that they desire to be in yeah and to to think that you're doing someone a favor by by enduring it yeah. is actually it's backwards like yeah. it's up yeah, i wouldn't want someone to do that to me well and it's not fair to you yeah like it's it's 
and I think too, like with the whole like um, buying drinks thing, because like men have like really tried to like come for me for saying like I promote free drinks because I do, and I still do to Love this that. day. Love that. And I always say, you know, well, first of all, you don't like you have to think like why is this man approaching me? Yeah, is it because he saw me and he was like, she looks smart. I wonder what her favorite book is. <laughs> no, bitch, yeah. that's not why. Yep. So he has he has different intentions than what he acts like he does after the fact 1, right thousand percent it's like well i just wanted to get to know you no you didn't yeah no you did not then like ask my name why yeah it's just that's why i was like I, do you know how many times in a club i've been like then what's my name right and they don't remember you know why because they don't give a shit yeah. and that's and that's why i'm like i don't feel bad yeah i don't feel bad not even a little bit like that song get that bread get that head and leave you offered yeah yeah that's like why. i didn't force you to are you expecting something in return if you are say that yeah. but you didn't and so i am actually doing you a favor by assuming and giving mm. you the benefit of the doubt that you're a nice person yeah and <laughs> i don't i assume you're terrible always but i'm gonna get that free drink yeah for sure. exactly and that's why i'm always like it's one of those things where you're like you it's all about intention their intentions are never 100 percent pure if they say that they are like in situations like that if they say that there are they're lying and yeah. then that's an even bigger red flag yeah because just be real like just why be did, real why did he come up to you was it to like kiki yeah. and get to know you yeah. and laugh and make make you laugh and make you feel good right no it yeah. was to get something 1, so you want something he wants something even playing field at that point that's what mm. i say that's it that's called making the patriarchy work for you exactly instead of against you exactly. which is a good thing yeah. so for this guy try a nice guy <laughs> try these nuts How about that? <laughs> okay try these nuts <laughs> that's incredible okay we'll move on to the next video okay, okay so this one is two women are having a debate on a podcast the first woman is saying we need men because of the male dominated industries like automotive repair electrical power <clears throat> carpentry etc the other woman is arguing that just because men dominate those industries right now doesn't mean that women can't be great in those fields or that she personally depends on them to survive for example she can fix her own car right which is tea i love that yeah okay and so this first comment says does her own carpentry mean she made a picture frame once made a picture frame or hung a picture frame. Is that what you meant? <laughs> like, literally. What like, bitches, what, what feminine bitch is making their own picture frames? Seriously. What are you talking about? I don't even know how to do that. Yeah. Girl, what? This next one says, fix my own car. Fix my own car, in quotes. Takes it to the dealership. <sighs> you don't take it to the dealership to get it fixed. Truly. I mean, maybe the- Are you guys okay? <laughs> I don't know shit about cars. And I don't, and I don't take my shit like, to the dealership. It's, to it's the body shop, right? Yeah. The, like, <laughs> like the don't you buy a car at a dealership? I mean, yeah, you could get like your car service if you have a lease, but if you- This episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. We're all guilty of spacing out from time to time. And Rockstar totally gets that which is why they've released the all new Rockstar Focus, made with lion's mane and 200 milligrams of caffeine for an energy and mental boost. Plus it's available in three delicious zero sugar flavors. My favorite being the white peach, babe. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. 
This episode is brought to you by eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Whether it's a handbag, watch, sneakers, streetwear or jewelry, eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay authenticity guarantee. Visit ebay.com for terms. Buy a car anyway. No, that's why they wouldn't know. Huh? Yeah, exactly. You don't own your you own probably car. Probably don't. So. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one says the thought of her climbing a hundred and twenty foot double circuit power line and working on it is by far the funniest thing ever. I needed that laugh. Why I would needed- that be funny? Wouldn't that just be impressive? <laughs> like it's <laughs> yeah, so like what? Yeah, a lineman, like an electrical lineman. They're gonna send a bitch with no information. That's like one of the most dangerous jobs in the world. Yeah. They're gonna send a girl with no info up that pole and they're going to be like good luck lady good luck fixing that without men and and you wouldn't laugh you would literally have your jaw on the floor and yeah. and admire that woman if she's going up there that means she's qualified to do it Facts. like are you guys stu- oh my god your misogynistic jokes don't even make sense yeah, they don't even make sense it's they should okay first of all one of these women is a pygmy um <laughs> men because of the male dominated industries like and that other girl has a point. Just because they dominate them now doesn't mean that women aren't capable. It means that women have been pushed out or yeah. excluded for a long time. Exactly. And at the end of the day, there are biological differences between males and females, like strength-wise or, yeah. or um, you know, there's just there's differences yeah and so if there are things that are designed i mean if there are things that the biological advantage will give you a leg up then it makes sense that there are more men in that industry but if there's always going to be anomalies right there's always going to be women that are just as strong or just as capable and my question is why not you know take whoever's capable like why why try to box people out or exclude what's the logic it's just there's no logic it's just power a power exertion i think more than anything i think i i was studying sexual assault in the military while i was in college Mm -hmm. and it it when in my research it seems like because men are so used to their groups that are exclusively men that even when a woman is who is just as capable comes in it like it makes them feel uncomfortable because it like breaks up like the the Norm. bro camaraderie or like they feel like they can't talk about the things that they want to talk about. And I just think, I don't know. Which I don't know. They can't be disgusting. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about it, though. Yeah. Well, it's for different reasons. Yeah. yeah. It's because they want to be disgusting. I'm thinking yeah. about if I was like in a, a female space where I'm, I'm used to just being around women and a, a guy wants to show up. The reason why I don't want sh- him to show up is not because I... I want to be disgusting. It's yeah. because I don't want him being disgusting. Exactly. It's like I feel unsafe. Whatever that may be, and whether that's it's emotional just or crazy. physical. Well, and that's that's like the tea of it all. Is that's like, the tea of it all? It's the the knowledge and the intention behind it. It's like women get upset. Like for example, a lot of women have told me that they feel really uncomfortable going to the gym. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, because have you been to a commercial gym? Bitch, yeah. they're awful. Like it's bad. The amount of disgusting people in gyms, like, and I'm talking men specifically, and yeah. it's because they heavily populate them. Yeah, and they like it's almost like 
dogs where they just pee everywhere mm-hmm. and it's like this is ours and mm-hmm. it's just like it's creepy it's weird and it makes them feel unsafe and it's not because they're like oh i'm better than men it's literally because they feel unsafe whether it's emotional physical whatever it may be and can you blame them like yeah. can you literally blame them like that's why when when men are up in arms about female only gyms yeah, like I was gonna women say. and femme gyms only where men aren't allowed they're like what kind of segregation is this? right and it's Which, like the threats are different the they, reasoning yeah. is different yeah it's literally like it's it's exclusionary because you're, you're shitty. incapable of being awful like yeah. you're incapable of not being terrible yeah. And if you had fixed that a while ago, then we wouldn't feel the need to cultivate spaces like right, that. Right. But women want to work out too and they want to work out in a space where they don't feel like that all the yeah. time or or have fear or anything like that. Yeah. Nobody would want that. Yeah. And the thing about exercising is like you have to wear certain things in order to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so like there's no escape. Like I can't even... I'm not going to work out in baggy clothes. Yeah. And I'm certainly not going to work out in baggy clothes to protect myself. Exactly. Again, let me just be me without feeling unsafe and without feeling punished. Yeah, exactly. And it's when it comes to this, this video about like heavily populated, like when you were talking about um, biologically. Yeah. Uh, that goes both ways. Because okay. a lot of men like to use that and be like, well, men are just genetically stronger. Yeah. Some. Some men are genetically stronger i can promise you right now there are many men that i am stronger than that i'm faster than that i'm more athletic than that's why i said yeah that's some there's a big asterisk next to that because some men biologically are weaker and smaller than me yeah and i identify as a woman so that's my point like it goes both ways like in the same sense like men are just they always say like men are genetically smarter, which is also not true. That's just not true. <laughs> That's not true. Literally at all. Our brains all come out the same as far as like the way that they're little peanuts when we were born. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and they grow over time. So like, that's not true either. Like, I, I put out this TikTok in the very early days of my, of my TikTok career where I said, it's funny because it's like the norm to, to know that women mature faster than yeah. men. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting that we don't tell men when they're growing up or boys when they're growing up to look up to women as sources of intelligence and and maturity. But instead, we we tell girls to like it's it's just so backward. Like if if it's the biological truth that women are maturing faster than boys, like then why shouldn't they be looked up to as role models? Yeah. And it's it's just it. As far as w- men being genetically more intelligent, there's just so much data to negate that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. look at schools. Look yeah. at the education system. Well, they don't care about that, do they? They don't care about facts. That's why I said there's yeah. no point in debating them because they don't care about facts. They care about biases. They care yeah. about prejudice. And they care about feeling validated within those biases. Like yeah. they only want to listen to people who agree with them. Yeah. And that's why I said you don't want to debate me. You want to argue. Yeah. And those two things are not the same yeah and one of them's a big fat waste of my time actually they both are but (laughs) (laughs) so i'm not going to debate you but i'm sure as hell not going to argue with you either like and that's why um that's also it's funny because one time i did this show and uh like it was like a tele like a zoom interview type thing and they had me on and they had these dudes on that they like i i actually ripped to shreds 
And they said, um, do you guys want to talk to each other? And I said, no. I got nothing to say to those yeah. men. And they didn't really want to talk to me either, so it kind of worked out. Right. And so I got to watch them be interviewed. Mm. Mind you, they're being interviewed by these two men who are, one of them's a licensed, like, psychiatrist, and the other one's a licensed therapist and psychologist, whatever. They're okay. very different. But they're both, li- like, literally medically licensed um, and to <laughs> work in the medical field. And they're explaining to these men the reason why you feel this way is because you're underdeveloped mentally. Wow. They said that to their face. Wow. These are doctors. Wow. And they're also men. So they can't use like, yeah. well, she's a woman. Right, so right. She's biased. Literally. Yeah. Like one and one was white and one was a white man and one was a black man. Yeah. And they both were saying the same exact thing. They were like, they call it the caveman theory where it's like, you have a caveman brain. Your brain is still like me, man, me strong. And that's like where you're at. He said, the older you get, the more that hopefully, hopefully I hope you get out of that stage. And he yeah. was saying like, it's called like a, a young athlete phase. Like they think they're on top of the world. They're invincible. Nothing can hurt them. They're never going to die. They have this like confidence and arrogance about yeah. them, which feeds the caveman brain. It's like, when, well, I, clearly I'm being validated because nothing bad ever happens to me and right. no one's ever mean to me right. and blah, blah, blah. And then they come across someone like me and they like short circuit. Yeah. So when I talk to them, I like explain to them, like, it's pretty simple to me why what they said is bad and harmful for whatever reason. And the guy told me that he said, just out of curiosity, how come you didn't want to talk to them? And I said, because I have nothing to say to them. Like, they're not going to want to have a discussion with me. They're not going to listen to me. A misogynist inherently believe women are lesser than, not smart. Mm -hmm. And they believe they're superior to them. So what makes you think they're going to listen to me when I explain to them, hey, you shouldn't say things like this. They're harmful. Right. And I was like, I have nothing to gain out of talking to them. So I don't want to. Yeah. And he said, that's a sign of emotional maturity. One thousand percent. And then he's all, that's also a sign of high intelligence. Yeah. When you pick your battles. Pick your battles. When you're like, that's not worth my time. Yeah. Because I have nothing to prove to you. Yeah. And so (laughs) I was like period <laughs> debate, no i mean debate can be very powerful i competed yeah. in collegiate speech and debate and it was like oh, my love. whole life for for two years and what's really beautiful about proper speech and debate mm-hmm. is the fact that you don't choose which side of the debate you have to defend you're given the side of the you're assigned your side of the debate yeah. and then you have 30 minutes to prepare yeah and what this does is it forces people to engage with thoughts and beliefs that they don't necessarily agree with yeah and it's a beautiful thing because you have a more even if I like let's say I have to debate that like men are superior to women Mm -hmm. it strengthens my arguments for why men are not superior to women because I can identify counter arguments and I can like have a clear picture of like what is what is my opponent's uh, thinking and and what are they going to come forward with and I really I have this like dream and this belief that I So the problem that you and I faced when we were growing up in the education system was access to information. But the problem kids have today is too much information and being able to discern between what's good and what's bad. And I think if like we implemented speech and debate at a K through 12 level, it would be one of the best ways to combat this this very polarized world that we live in. Because 
our news feeds, our social media feeds, they're all echo chambers. It's yeah, all literally. what you already believe in. Yeah. And something like this would force people to engage with ideas that they don't believe in and just become like more well-rounded, more empathetic. You have to listen to the other side in order to win. Like if the objective of the debate is to win, yeah. you, you, you're forced to to engage with these other ideas. And that's where I think debate is productive. Yeah, But if, if you're debating... Just to prove something you already believe, it's going to be two ships passing in the night. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's not a debate. It's not a debate. It's an argument. That's it's an argument. It's, just, it's, it's yelling just, at each it's other. Just he fight. said, she said. Yeah. yeah, it's just a fight at that point. There's no logical reasoning uh, behind it. It's literally just, I believe this, you don't believe this, yeah. and that makes me not like you. I want to hear myself talk. Yeah, like yeah, that's another one too. Like they they want me to listen in the sense that they want to just be able to scream yeah. their point at me. Exactly. No. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to give you that yeah. power. And yeah. there's a power in that too because when I was younger, I would fight all the time. Like yeah. all the time. Like if men wanted to debate right. me on literally anything, I'd be like, suit up, bitch. Let's yeah. do it. Because I was so confrontational because I'm so convicted in my beliefs, yeah. which is not necessarily a bad thing. But then after a while, I realized that this is me serving them. Like this doesn't serve me at yeah. all. Like trying to prove like it's such a waste of life. Yeah. To try waste time proving that you deserve to be right. respected as a human right. to a man that's never going to feel that way. Yeah. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of life. That's why I feel so sorry for pick me's because I'm like, yeah, life is far, far, far too short. It's far to too waste short. it doing that, like to, to try and please them when you never really will please them like yeah. they're ne- they're never going to be 100 percent happy with you there's just way more productive ways to to solve these sort of injustices well and i think too like your energy would be best spent uplifting yeah, other people fact. within your community or uplifting people that have since converted to your community like yeah. it's much more productive to spend your time doing that than it is to fight men who just want to fight right. they don't they don't want to win they they want to win but they don't want to listen yeah. they just want to fight one thousand there's no point there's no point. I'm too busy. Too booked and busy. Both <laughs> of us are. Too booked and busy. Period. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we're coming to the end here. I'm sad. Obviously, we had a very, very intellectual conversation with Miss Delara, Miss Lawyer. Miss <laughs> uh, Legal Baddie. Miss Legal Baddie. <laughs> but what is it that you want, I guess, like women and femmes to know, especially when it comes to operating in male-dominated spaces, trying to thrive in male-dominated spaces? Like, yeah. What are your, like, what's your, like, best piece of advice for them? I think it's to resist the urge to conform because that makes the path easier to success. Mm -hmm. I think the only way that we can change the world is by continuously showing up as our authentic selves in order to liberate the the next generation and the people that come after us. And sometimes that will feel scary. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you'll have to work two, three, four, five times as hard Mm -hmm. in order to maintain a, a sense of um, confidence in, yeah. in whatever pursuit it is that you are um, trying to achieve, mm-hmm. whether that is being a woman in STEM, whether that is whatever it is that you want to do. But to just f- for the world, we have to maintain our authenticity so that one day I can walk into a boardroom 
with my yiddies out like just like <laughs> this and people have to take me just as seriously because yeah. they are judging me based off of the merit of what I have to say yeah. and not the way that I present yeah and that's the world that I want my children to grow up in yeah that's the world everyone should be able to exist in Period. one where they just feel safe being themselves and that they're not going to be questioned they're not going to be undermined they're not going to be judged simply for leaning into um an appearance or uh, an, a form of expression that yeah. isn't mainstream yeah or what they consider to be appropriate yeah right? just keep being you because yeah. it makes a difference it really does period yeah. i love that miss america <laughs> aka delara yes. okay so thank you so much for coming on this episode of the comment thank section you for i adore you on. you're the best i love you stan a smart bitch make sure all of you go follow delara where can everybody follow you can follow me at legal baddie on tiktok and at delara on instagram uh, just launched a new podcast. If you want to tune in, we get into some of the topics we talked about today. Love. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. And I love it. I'm so happy to Congrats be here. on your podcast, Thank bitch. you I'm so, so happy much. You. Thank you. Make sure y'all go follow Delara on literally everything. She's incredible <laughs> and amazing. Even more amazing in person than she is online. Wow. But you could definitely learn something from her. Uh, or you could just admire how hot she is. Either one, it's a win. So Period. thank you all for joining us on this episode of the Comment Section Show. Make sure if you want to watch full episodes of our show. Oh my God, me tripping over my own words like I haven't said this a million times. <laughs> full episodes drop every Wednesday on the Past Your Bedtime YouTube channel. You can subscribe to that channel to make sure you don't miss any. You can also stream the comment section on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon. You guys know the drill. Anyways, I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.